Hi, welcome to Sidewalk Talk. I'm Steve Fortunato. If you're like most during a pandemic, you're having a tough time sleeping. One study suggests if you sleep for only six hours a night, two consecutive weeks, your physical and mental performance will decline to a level equal to that as if you had stayed awake for 48 consecutive hours. So how can you get better sleep? You're about to find out. This is Sidewalk Talk. My guest is Soda Kuchkowski. She is in the field of sleep medicine, sleep educator. She's a sleep consultant. She's a sleep coach. The name of her business is Start With Sleep. She's all about sleep. She's awake for us right now. Uh, Soda, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So we are in a time that uh, none of us on earth have ever been through before, right? This, this pandemic is new and uh, anxieties uh, before the pandemic were, were high enough. But now um, there are a lot of anxious people and, and, and for good reason, right? Um, and a lot of people are losing sleep. I'm sure you're hearing a lot of stories. What, you know, what, do, what can we do? How, let's start with the simple. We need more sleep. Everyone needs more sleep. How can they sleep better during a time of crisis like we're in now? Well, we have a number of things that are going on. You know, um, we know the importance of sleep. I mean, first of all, you know, getting a good night's sleep is going to help us with our immune response, right? It's going to strengthen our immune systems. It's going to help us recover quicker from illness. But it also, you know, has an impact on our mental health, how we're able to manage anxiety. So all of those things are interconnected. There's, you know, a bi-directional relationship there. Uh, but when it comes to people being home, it's kind of a catch-22 because it's like we're in a situation where you would think that the state of sleep deprivation that we've walked around and now we're able to maybe play catch up, not that you can play catch up, but you can be a little bit more mindful of regulating your sleep schedule. But what we're seeing is people are either sleeping too long, they're sleeping too much, right? So there's negative uh, effects for that. But, or they're so anxious that what we're seeing is a lot of the fragmented sleep where people are able to fall asleep, but they're waking up throughout the night because a lot of the anxieties that we're feeling throughout the day are kind of manifesting themselves at night. I'm hearing a lot, and you know, I personally have experienced this as well, you know, night, you know, nightmares or, or kind of, you know, vivid dreams that are going on because a lot of the things that maybe you're being mindful about during the day to not overconsume negative information, be aware of your surroundings. A lot of that stuff is, you know, coming through, you know, mentally at night, we're trying to process all of it because it's out of our control. So that's when it's kind of like that free flow of thought. So part of, I mean, uh, we have talked to you before pre pandemic. And one of the things you talked about was make sleep a priority, yes. right? At least, you know, we make so many things a priority in life, whether it's nutrition, which is important, exercise, important, being with family, important, disconnecting, all important. But a lot of times we don't prioritize sleep. It's the tough guy syndrome. I only need four hours of sleep and I can be fine. Mm -hmm. um, so you're talking about prioritizing and you're uh, right now, it's almost like you, you can't win. So you're saying, try not to think about or listen to or deal with the bad news when you're awake. So your self-conscious is going to make you deal with it at night? Is that what you're saying in your dream? Yeah. So, I mean, in order to be successful with sleep right now, or at least manage it well, there's, there's kind of a framework that I've been talking about, you know, through different channels and different presentations that I've been doing. And it really has to do with making sure that you're mindful. Like, so our circadian rhythm, which is based on a 24-hour clock, there are a number of things that we need to have in place to keep that in sync. So one of the first things is light, right? 
So right now, regardless of when we're, we're waking up in the morning, we want to be getting in that natural light again at the noon hour, making sure that people are going outside of their homes, that fresh air is important, but also again, getting that light at noon because that's going to help with vitamin D. So that's going to help us with our serotonin levels. So that helps, th those are our happy chemicals. So it's also going to help with boosting mood and energy naturally. But serotonin also converts to melatonin, which is the hormone we need to regulate our sleep at night. So we want to make sure that we're getting that but we also want to be mindful of limiting that artificial light. So you had talked about previous to us jumping on. Now people are always, they're more so on their laptops and their tablets and their phones now than ever. So it's not just about what they're consuming in terms of information, but it's about that close proximity to their face. And, you know, as I mentioned in a previous interview, just one hour of smartphone use before bed can delay melatonin by three hours. And it can cause you to have fragmented sleep as well. So it's like, instead of correcting those behaviors, because we have so much time to be mindful, we're actually kind of over, overdoing it. So, all right, explain that statistic to me again. One hour of phone use before sleep? So, yep. so if you have like, it's because we have that close proximity to our face right? So we're being exposed to that blue light. So blue light, we want to take in blue light during the day. That's how we get it from the sun. If you're up before the sun rises, we want like a light lamp of 10,000 lux because we want to emulate the sun, right? So blue light is important. If you're taking that noon walk, making sure you're not wearing sunglasses because we want to get that sun through our retina to our optic nerve to set that, you know, clock in sync so that we're awake because that's what tells us, you know, to kind of keep our time. It's at night that we want to limit that blue light. So light is one of the, is basically the best medicine for helping regulate our circadian rhythm and helping to keep us on track during the day. Uh, another important, important point is uh, meal times. You know, it's like we're home so we can kind of snack or eat as we, you know, want, but keeping anchored times, like making sure that you're having breakfast at least between nine and 10 or just picking a time throughout the day. Um, another thing with meals is making sure that you're eating within a certain window. So like intermittent fasting. Um, like time restricted eating, like eating between a 10 to 12 hour window, you know, with being home, we might be more prone to late night snacking or eating dinner later just because we're sitting around all day. Right. So if we're not, you know, making sure that, that we're keeping a schedule, it's easier to kind of just constantly be snacking. Um, or, you know, another thing is that sedentary lifestyle, like people are sitting around, you know, sitting is the new smoking, right? So if we're not getting moving, that's, that's a huge issue. Um, so those are just some of the, some of the keys. There's a, there's a couple in terms of like developing a framework, but, but those are some of the important points. So what about, uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you, we're social distancing. I'm talking to you on the laptop here. Uh -huh. What about uh, people consuming? Uh, I mean, Netflix stock is through the roof. I would think right now. Yes, but, it is. Everybody's so, watching Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what about consuming uh, something on a laptop? whatever you, you had mentioned hour before bed with the phone is, is not good. Is the laptop just the same? Should there be a time between finishing watching whatever it is on Netflix and then going to sleep? Yeah. So a good rule of thumb is to turn off any electronic devices about a half an hour to an hour before bed with children. We're, we're going to want it to be several hours, two to three hours. They're a lot more sensitive to the blue light. I think too, with, you know, over consumption of, of, of information right now, it can kind of go both ways because you might not be watching negative news, but right now, a lot of what people are trying to do is stay in a positive space, right? So they might be sharing information that is motivational or this is a time to like learn something new or to be productive, but you have people, especially anyone who suffer from anxiety or mental health, like it's enough to just get through the day. So it's like, 
it's great for some people, like for myself, I'm a very extroverted individual to like jump online and learn things. But I also know that for my mental health, I have to step away from that because you can't always be constantly doing that too, because it can actually have the adverse effect, right? Where you feel like you're not doing enough or it just, it, 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 can, it can consume you either way, the negative or the positive. So I think it's just also taking into perspective that self-care where we have to just step away and have that digital detox where we're not inundated with that all the time. I mean, that's, uh, that's pre-pandemic too. You know, a lot of times we're, we're over-consuming. One of the things you talked about uh, that struck me last time was, you know, when you wake up in the morning, do you really need to consume negative news or you know, if you get up to do your workout, do your workout, then move on to other things. What, so you, well, what I'm still trying to comprehend here is, so you're suggesting that by consuming whatever news, which right now is really stress related, uh, you know, all news is pretty stress related right now. That could, uh, 5.30 in the morning could affect my sleep that night? Well, yeah, because I mean, I think I had given you a statistic before for every three minutes of negative news that we consume, we're 27% more likely to have a bad day. So if you think about it, if you're sitting at home and you're constantly either listening to a report on Google or looking on social media or reading an email, I mean, we get inundated with COVID-19, everyone's well-intended and they want you to know that they're, that you're there for them, but they don't give you a, a, a second to not think about it. It's no matter what you open, no matter what you look at at the TV commercials and whatnot. Now, you know, Facebook did a commercial, Walmart did a commercial. And it's like, I know that they're trying to create a sense of community, but they're really sad commercials. And I'm just like, it's like the Sarah McLachlan dog commercial where it's like, you're aware of what's happening, but you don't want to see it right now. Like you don't, you don't want to be reminded of how sad it is or that there's frontline workers or that the only thing you could do is stay home and you're doing your part and staying, you know, saving lives by staying home. But that, that could also create a whole feeling of helplessness. So it's like, I think they're, Finding that balance has been very difficult. You know, you're, you're touching on a topic that, that came up in a team meeting that, that we just had the other day. In fact, I, I posted about it on, on LinkedIn, is that I mean, I'm not a psychologist, not a sleep expert like you, but what's really helped me, and I feel like our, when we talk as a team, um, we've accepted the fact that there's uncertainty. You know what I mean? In other words, like, I feel a lot of the people's problems and anxieties are like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen next. Well, of course you don't. We've never been through a pandemic. It changes every 15 minutes. It's constantly changing. So when you're trying to go to sleep, it's just, it, it's just a drag. And if you can say to yourself, there are going to be surprises every single minute of every day right now, or accept the fact that I don't know what the new normal is going to look like or when it's going to be or when we're going to start. If you can accept that, then it's not as surprising when it happens. It's just been, it's been easier to deal with. I'm accepting uncertainty. I am certain of one thing, that there's going to be uncertainty. And it's like you're training yourself to say, you know, just accept it and, and move on and do the best you can. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like when we had our original interview, I talked about, you're talking about looking at your phone in the morning. So that went into creating um, being proactive versus reactive towards your day. And I've, when I've been working with clients as of recent, that's the same thing that I'm telling them. I said, when you get up, just worry about today. The only thing you can focus on is today. We don't know what the news is going to be at, you know, 
11 o'clock when Cuomo gets on or if the president comes on later or what's going to happen tomorrow. But today, focus on one thing today. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want to accomplish today? What self-care? Like, just focus on the day in front of you and take it one day at a time because it's the only thing that we can do. Anything other than that is going to be feeding the anxiety that we feel. Do you have tips for, so um, for the average, you know, uh, husband and wife with two and a half kids, you know, trying to figure out how we can all get our best sleep, which as we know, is just so, I hope by now people know how important sleep is to everything, especially, you know, I mean, the less sleep you have, the more susceptible you are to other things, right? Um, but what, what, what could be that piece of advice? What, what should people do right now at night to make sure they have a uh, safe sleep space for their family? Well, I mean, the, the secret to a good night's sleep is a good day's awakening. That's what I've said before this. That's what I'll say after this. And it really is a reflection of our day-to-day -day lifestyle choices. So it's basically managing your day to embrace your sleep at night. So again, like the thing I said about the light, the meal times, hydration is super important. Um, a lot of people now are having Zoom calls and having happy hours, and that's great. Um, but like I said, there's you know two sides to everything. If you're overly consuming alcohol because liquor stores are considered essential, I don't understand that. But if you're consuming alcohol all the time, that could lead down to manifesting bad behaviors. You're sleeping in, you're being unproductive, it's feeding into your depression and anxiety. So it's like, you wanna do those things in moderation, right? Hydration's super important. We're 70% water. If we don't drink enough water, we feel sluggish, low energy. It can cause leg cramping. Like, so it can cause excessive snoring, especially because we're inside now. We have enough air quality issues and toxins, but when we're also not uh, consuming enough water, we have a lot of dryness in our nasal passages and our throat. So it's like making sure that you're drinking water, that movement is important, managing of stress. So it's like just doing something with that, like small pieces of that framework in mind and making those mindful choices throughout the day. Even if you have to set, you know, reminders for yourself, you're watching TV. You know, I saw uh, Netflix the other day said that they were going to get rid of that. Um, are you still watching? And I'm like, don't do that. Put a little thing on there and says, get up and stretch. You know what I mean? Like be part of the solution and like help people remember to do the right thing. Like you still want them to consume your product, but you could also be helping them remember that like, they shouldn't be sitting for 10 hours to watch TV. You could be, you, be part of helping. You know, um, sometimes you could do everything right and, and you still might get a bad night's sleep. Maybe you caught a cold, right? And, and you, you just did not sleep well. Can that snowball? Because like, I feel like right now, because of the stress level, um, it is what it is, that one bad night of sleep now is a lot worse than pre or post pandemic because you start to panic. It's like you try to coach your kids to make sure they get enough sleep. But I don't want to say to them, you've got to get enough sleep because if you don't get enough sleep, then you're going to, and then they're like, oh my God, I got to get enough sleep. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. How do you get through that messaging to children? And how do you get through that messaging to yourself as an adult? Well, I mean, it's like I said, I mean, it's being mindful of those behaviors. We've gone through a long time where we've tried to make sure that we are not letting our kids watch, you know, eight hours of TV a day or that they're inundated with this, but now they're homeschooled. So they're on electronic devices more. So that's going to hinder their ability to go to sleep because they're 90% more um, sensitive to that light. Um, I don't think devising the messaging in that way, like telling kids, like I never tell my, I tell my daughter that sleep is important, but 
more or less, I show her that sleep is important and I'm a role model for that so that she knows the things that she has to do throughout the day that are going to be important. I remind her to drink water. I remind her that she's, that we've got to go out and take a walk. So it's like, you have to be that example. So if anything, even if you can't do it for yourself, the people who have children at home, it's a lot easier to do that for them. And in turn, it will help you. So I think like as a family dynamic, doing the things that are going to help you be a little bit more successful or lessen the challenges. Great point. We talk about in times of uh, distress, uh, this is where leaders come in. And some people say, well, I'm not a leader. I, I just, if you're a parent, you're a yeah. leader. Somebody's watching and they don't, they don't do what you tell them to do. They do, they, their behaviors, like what you're doing, right? They, they copy you. Not what you say, but what you do. Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard someone, um, or maybe I read it. Someone said, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a lot of orange juice because of the vitamin C. I would assume the sugar rush from too much orange juice is negative. Why not just eat the oranges instead of drinking orange juice, right? Yeah. But, well, I mean, there's a number of, when you're talking about nutrition as it relates to your sleep and relates to your immune response, uh, you know, some of the most important things that vitamin D, which is a hormone we get from the sun, vitamin C can be important, but more important are things like magnesium is important because um, that helps with over 300 biochemical reactions in the body, everything from regulating cortisol levels for anxiety. It helps us, you know, with joint and muscle pain. It helps us, um, with hot flashes, with headaches, a number of different things, things like iron, because if we are iron deficient, um, that could be uh, cause issues with like fatigue and low energy as well. Um, things like potassium. So there's, there's, you know, little things, just making sure that the foods that you're eating too, that you're mindful about that, because it's easy to kind of fall down eating a lot of processed foods and snacks right now. Um, they were saying, they were showing at the grocery store how everybody packed up on all of the canned stuff, but all the fresh fruits and vegetables, the things that will boost your immune system the most, nobody's buying them because they feel like they're going to go bad. But those are the things you need to be consuming right now to strengthen your immune system as much as possible. Hmm. We're speaking with uh, Soda Kuchkowski. She is a uh, sleep specialist. Name of her business is Start With Sleep. Um, and obviously in, in these times, well, all the time, sleep is important. So, uh, and especially in these, these anxiety, these anxiety filled times, it's uh, ex extremely important uh, that we, we get quality sleep. You have so much information. I go on your website and there's just, there's so many things, you know, whether it's nutrition, make sure you exercise, get this light. Don't look at something after one hour, three hours, this blue light, all the light, you know, is there, is there, what's the most important thing? What's, can you, I know there's multiple, multiple uh, uh, things that people can do or, or things that people don't do that will, will affect either positively or negatively their sleep. What is that number one thing that someone can or, or should not do that will help them or their family member? Well, I mean, it's going to be a number of those factors that I said in that framework, but if there's one thing that I tell people to focus on, it would be light. Um, there was a study that came out that showed that people who suffer from insomnia, if they were aware of light, taking in natural light, avoiding artificial light at night, that it actually helped them fall asleep 83% faster. Can you imagine? They're 83% more likely to fall asleep faster if they follow just making, being mindful of light regulation. It is a huge, it's the best medicine for us. So that would mean when you say light regulation, exposing, being, getting exposed to natural light during the day 
first thing in the morning at the lunch hour and then being mindful of it at night. Even if you're looking in your home, our bathrooms and our kitchens tend to have the brightest lighting. In our bedroom, we want 40 watts or below or we want amber lighting. You know, taking out night lights that have LED lighting because we wake up at night, all, it's, you know, all it takes is just a second to turn on our brain, right? So because we, want, we don't want to be exposed to any light if we get up to go to the bathroom at night. So just being mindful of light regulation, even if you just go around your home and you're deciding to take out light bulbs in certain places so that you're being cognizant of the light within your home, that is gonna have the most significant impact on you. You're making sure that you get that light um, through the window, you're going outside and getting it naturally, and then being aware of the lighting in your home, it will have a huge impact on how you sleep at night. I mean, all the other things are important, but that's the most important. Light during the day, not so much light at night. Yes. In the simplified version. Are there, if, if, uh, if people do consume, and it's blue light you're talking about, right? At, it's the blue light that's not blue. It's actually like a white. <laughs> right, off our, it's still off blue, our it's phone. White. <laughs> is, there, is there a cover or so, is there something they could actually put on it that maybe they could consume it so they don't get that light? Or is, is the easiest thing is just not to do it? No, so I, I say I'm all about creating healthy habits, not restrictions. I mean, people don't like to be told not to do something. A lot of people like to unwind with the TV or be on their phone. So you can use like blue blocker glasses. Um, you could also, I don't recommend the, the night shift on the phones because they showed in studies that it doesn't filter or block the light, but there are covers that you can buy. Um, I'm not, I don't remember the name of the company um, that I saw when I went to the sleep conference, but there is a company that makes kind of like a clear cover like you would get for your phone. Um, when you protect the screen that has the blue filter light, the, the blue filter uh, that you could put on your screen. All right. So make sleep a priority. Mm -hmm. Nutrition, exercise, all that stuff is important. Stress regulation. <laughs> well, that, that's, that's always. Hydration. Yeah. Drink a lot of water and then uh, light during the day. Try to eliminate light at night. Mm -hmm. I right. think the mindset to the perception, um, we don't often realize that we have a relationship with sleep, right? So we're not aware of like our personal need in terms of like how much sleep we need, but like also awareness of what self-care looks like for us. Like sometimes we do things just because we feel like we need to like, they're like, oh, I'll, I'll uh, drink a cup of tea or I'll do this meditation app because it's supposed to calm me. But you need to find the thing that works for you. Don't just do something because it's supposed to do something. You should need to find the thing that's the most appropriate for you. All right, Soda Kuchkowski, uh, start with sleep. Uh, you have an online uh, sleep support group, right? But that's on Facebook, right? So Yeah, so it's on Facebook. I'm thinking of, of adding one on my website as well. You can access it through my website or go right on the Facebook page on my Start With Sleep. All my handles for all my social media start with sleep. Um, all you have to do to get in is just abide by the rules. We just ask that we keep it a positive space that you're respectful of others. Um, and when you're sharing with information that you're just very, you know, mindful uh, of other people's feelings, no political agenda or anything like that. Cause people can bring that into anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then uh, start with sleep.com or yes. Start with sleep.com. All right. So to, thanks for your expertise. Thank you for taking the time out. Um, continue to get a good night's sleep. Thank you. <laughs> You can download any of our Sidewalk Talk podcasts on your podcast platform of choice. You can also watch any of our podcasts by visiting our website, shovelthesidewalk.com. We're all about sharing stories of inspiration, information, education, anything that will help others get through this current pandemic. 
Uh, if you have a story that you think needs to be shared, or if you know someone that has a story that needs to be shared that will help others, please also visit our website, fill out a simple form, and we'll get to you. And we will get you on an, a, an upcoming episode as soon as possible. Thanks again for listening, watching, and participating. Sleep well. This has been Sidewalk Talk.